Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Oh, no. Oh, no. We're going to start with this? Oh. Oh. I might cry. David Crosby. Dead. The age of 81. I mean, I was forced to like these guys, man. Everybody now. This is. This is before you know. Giving his stuff to Melissa Etheridge so she could have kids. And that's a 50-50 deal, too, because one of them's dead already. But that's Melissa Etheridge. That's not David Crosby. Don't be bringing up bad stuff. It's already bad. David Crosby. I had... Oh, okay, David Crosby. Who died today? We started off. All right. David Crosby. Dead. At the age of 81. Rest in peace. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. I can't help it. I can't help it. All I want to do is be in memory of David now. I mean, I'm not, I promise I'm not going to do any, any heroin or cocaine yet. But, I mean, in honor of Dave... these guys <sighs> if you smile at me I will understand cause that is something everybody man, I get it I get it man wouldn't show it means a lot <laughs> dude he's dead David Crosby <laughs> I had a friend of mine who used to love these guys. I was, 
I know every backstory of David Crosby, Stephen Stills, Graham Nash, who's always and young. I got it. I mean, he loved him so much. My man, John. I mean, well, we'd sit in his basement. He'd learn to play guitar, sing all these songs. I listened to all the albums, all the acapella. I mean, holy cow. It's just, it's, it's sad. I mean, David's had a, he was, he was, you know, not the greatest of people. But to people that he was around, I guess he was still a good guy. I mean, I guess he had, I don't know, 80 or 90 liver transplants and and I don't know how many other transplants he had. And he was addicted to heroin 80 times in his life and he kept doing cocaine and smoking pot. And I know Melissa Eschwitz loves him. You know, I mean, he fathered her. They wanted children. He helped him out. Thanks, Dave. And, uh, you know, sadly, one of those two children are have passed away, too. But uh, that's. I won't blame that on Dave and his DNA, but, uh, okay. I mean, it's just sad. That's all. And I, and now I can't, because he passed away. Now I have nothing but CSNY in my head and I I can't stop. I just can't stop. It's just, (laughs) I will say that one Graham Nash album. Uh, the one Graham Nash album, I really did enjoy the heck out of that album. And then, uh, like, Stephen had some stuff that was questionable. And so did David, really, on their own. Uh, well, and so did Neil. And, you know, come to think of it, I don't like any of them. So let's move on from Dave. Uh, let's talk about, um, let's talk about Brian Walsh in Massachusetts. Now, I've seen all the headlines, and I didn't really focus on the headlines until now he's been charged with his wife's murder okay and they don't have the body they just know that she vanished anna walsh 39 vanished they claim at 1 30 a.m on january 1st after a new year's eve party now uh prosecutors uh have evidence that say uh you know he was misleading police. He was already in custody for misleading police. And they said that he and Anna had started living apart after fighting over her work and her Instagram photos show that she stopped wearing a wedding ring. Okay. So, you know, a lot of couples do that and you think, okay, so she's missing. Why am I guilty? <laughs> what am I doing? Well, when you break down, they have a whole, this guy, incredible. All right. Now, do I think that he's guilty? I mean, we're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty in this country, right? And without a body? Without a body? Okay, now apparently he forgot. The, the way he misled the police, he forgot to tell the police that he visited uh, Home Depot where he purchased cleaning supplies. <laughs> yeah, know, I tied him up a little bit. Uh, why'd you do that? Well, if you look at the his search history at 4 55 a.m on january 1st he searched how long before a body starts to smell now that alone yeah so what i mean who hasn't searched how long before a body starts to smell on their search engine so he is a convicted art swindler so apparently he uh was charged with misleading a police investigation well, that's what he was misleading them about was this incorrect information on his whereabouts. Okay. 
All right. He's a convicted art swindler already. Um, so now he his search engine, I mean, it started with what's the best state to divorce for a man. And then we picked up the search engine again on that January 1st. Now remember, he asked how long before a body starts to smell. Well, then at 528 a.m., I guess that was after sipping coffee and running to the restroom, he searched how to embalm a body. Then at 547 a.m., 10 ways to dispose of a body if you really need to. <laughs> 6.25 a.m. Still working on that first pot of coffee. He searched how long for someone to be missing to inherit. 6.34 a.m. Can you throw away body parts? <laughs> and then he stopped. So the coffee must have just threw the pot. And we get to 9.29 a.m. What does formaldehyde do? 9.34 a.m. So between 6.34 and 9.29 Coffee was out. He took a shower, took care, of, took care of a few other chores. Then he's back to it at 929. What does formaldehyde do? 934 a.m. How long does DNA last? Now, can identification be made on partial remains? That was part of the same search at 934 a.m. And then, uh, then he stopped for a little bit. And then at 1144 a.m., how to clean blood from wooden floor? And at 11.56 a.m., he searches luminol to detect blood. And he took a little break again. And then at 1.08, what happens when you put body parts in ammonia? At 1.21, is it better to throw crime scene clothes away or wash them? At 12.45 p.m., is a hacksaw the best tool to dismember? <laughs> uh, then at 1.10... Can you be charged with murder without a body? At 1.14 p.m., can you identify a body with broken teeth? Okay, whew, man. Now, he came back on Tuesday. That was just the one day he was tired. I guess he got tired of searching on that day. It's a good question, though. Uh, can you be charged with murder without a body? Let's see what that search... I could be in trouble with this. Oh, that just clicks me there. I want let's, let's go to Google. Can you be charged with murder if something happens to my wife it's not me with out a body okay well obviously he comes up now in all the searches so let's scroll down a little bit legal experts suspect can be charged with murder without a body but the case can be a little tougher to prosecute so he didn't clear his search engine <laughs> <laughs> which could be a little bit of an issue uh, with all the things that he was searching. So he could be in trouble. So good rule of thumb. Just remember to clear your search history uh, when you're done searching for different ways to remove a body. That's a helpful hint from chewing the fat. You're welcome. All right, as we head into the break room, I just want to tell you we have, at the time of this recording, we have had an Alec Baldwin site. No, you don't have to fire the gun, please, dear Lord. Well, I mean, it's a rule of the show, right? I mean, it is a rule of the show. So I have said his name once. Go ahead. All right. Follow the rules. If I say Alec, you get the cocking. If I say his full name, you get the gunshot. Thought I was going to say it again, didn't you? And uh, so anyway, we have a sighting. We actually have a sighting. He left his apartment with the wife. Uh, and he they, he rushed into the car, so we only have. <laughs> uh, let's see that every shot 
is just the back of his head. We don't have any uh, any forward shots. So that's awesome. Let's see if we have any. No, just the wife. Then she she comes out with coffee, and all they're worried about is her sweatshirt and her slippers. Uh, they seem to be a little concerned about what she's wearing, which, you know, whatever. I guess she came out before the announcement of the manslaughter charges, and she was dripping in her diamonds. And today, uh, in the sighting, she's wearing her uh, empathy sweatshirt. That's only $108. All right. What they're more concerned with is uh, the dark glasses, which I'm not sure they don't ever say what type of glasses they are. Just kind of disappointing. They just call them large, dark glasses. But they do specifically concern themselves with the uh, slippers that she's wearing, the pearl and rhinestone-encrusted slippers from Spanish brand Alameda Tequesa. And uh, she's got the cell phone, doesn't say what kind of cell phone it is, and the two cups of coffee. The glasses look nice, though. I wish I knew what brand they were. <laughs> Why don't they tell me what the glasses are? She looks like they, oh, they're probably the same from the same company because it's got the little, uh, looks like they've got the crystals and the, turquoise stuff up on the top of those two is probably from the same company so anyway we do have a sighting and it isn't a perp walk so that's kind of disappointing all right let's go to the break room i need something cold to drink desperately All right, what is happening over at Netflix? All right, so we should have seen something coming because we had the story where they're looking for a new flight attendant for their jet, right? So we should have seen that coming because now we we see where Reed Hastings has stepped down, co-CEO of Netflix, stepping down. Now, I don't know that there's going to be any stories about, you know, Reed taking care of a little office business coming out. I don't know that. Uh, you know, I'm, just, I'm just saying it's possible. Normally, sometimes when co-CEOs step down, the other CEO has come down the room and said, hey, Reed, I've got pictures of you and Millie down there from uh, Cubicle 3B. Time for you to step down, bro. (laughs) Now, I'm sure that didn't happen. I'm absolutely sure that didn't happen. 100% sure something like that wouldn't happen apparently this has been a discussion that's happened the succession plan has been a discussion for a while now has nothing to do with you know losing subscribers in the past subscribership is up for them so he just said he's stepping down uh ted sarandos sarandos yeah sarandos and greg peters so ted actually this might be a real step down for reed because reed because Ted was Reed's co-CEO. So if Reed steps down to become, I don't know, what he's going to be like, executive chairman, where he has to show up and walk down the hall and smoke a cigar once a month, just to, yep, yeah, that's me. I'm here. Uh, so he's executive chairman. I'm sure it's a little bit more than that, but it's just me thinking out loud. But instead of Ted taking over as CEO, He's now got to be co-CEO with Greg Peters, who was the chief product officer and chief operating officer. So the COO and the CPO uh, as now gets to be co-CEO with Ted 
because Reed is stepping down. Ted, oh man, Ted has got to be pissed. He's got to be pissed. That was his job, and he gets he's getting pushed out. He's got he remains the same. He's still under co, but I, mean, I guess I guess he gets the first billing now. All right, that's that's Ted's raise. Well, you get first billing. <laughs> you were always Reed's co, and now Greg is your co. So shut up. <laughs> what is happening at Netflix? I don't know. They bet this better not be over the password sharing, because Reed's been a big proponent of leaving that alone. Don't be messing with people sharing their passwords. And they've been trying to come after people sharing passwords. If they come after me, after my password sharing, we're going to have an issue. I don't care who the co-CEOs are. <laughs> so good luck. Good luck to Netflix. All right, that's all I'm saying. Good luck. Speaking of California, because I was thinking of Netflix out there in California. I mean, they're all over the world. Obviously, we got that. We found exactly how many studios they had because they were looking for the flight attendant and i keep bringing that up because that's a good gig and i kind of i wouldn't mind being the flight attendant for netflix i'm probably not the right person I, they'll probably look at me <laughs> yeah no, we're not hiring you don't even come any farther we're not hiring you <laughs> uh, netflix the the flight attendant is going to be like the guy from the uh the red baron plane when i went to fly on the red baron planes i've told you that i think we've talked about this stupid story before right Stu and i went to fly on the red baron pizza planes they were in town when we were living in tampa to uh they were there for the gasparilla parade and we were going to ride on the red baron pizza planes they're the old style planes and they do the flips and the turns and we come walking up to uh we come walking up to the red baron guys and the one pilot is leaning up against the plane with his arms crossed and he just looks at me and he goes yeah we're not doing any twists I mean, that hurt. That hurt. Anyway, back to real life stories. Uh, actor Julian Sands, star of several Oscar dominated films, including A Room with a View. Have you seen him? Do you know where he is? Because he's missing. Okay, he's been missing for days. Apparently, he went out hiking, and now he's gone. Uh, I don't know if Bigfoot got him. I don't know what happened. I hope he's okay. Uh, he was on a trail on Mount Baldy in San Bernardino. And now everybody's out, including his son, is searching for him. Uh, it's extremely dangerous mountains, and they don't want to. They had to abandon efforts because of hostile weather. So it's kind of actually, it's kind of actually sad. I probably shouldn't be making fun of it because it doesn't look good for julian so if you're in california around mount baldy area in san bernardino and you hear julian you better to help them because they're looking for him they can't find him i mean as we're recording uh they're broadcasting a live press event with lloyd austin our defense secretary and millie who i guess he's you know, i don't know what his title is what is he like the joint chiefs head of the joint chiefs i don't know what millie is he should be a treasonous bastard that guy should be in prison and i don't know that lloyd shouldn't be far behind but anyway they're in germany and they've been meeting with ukraine they were fortunate enough to be able to meet with president Zelensky of ukraine yeah because he hasn't been anywhere I haven't seen him anywhere he's on every game show in america it's unbelievable and we're not 
I mean, they're just, we're going to continue. I know, look, I know chewing the fat is, I try to stay away from the political stuff. I do. I, I do. I try to try to make, you know, horrible stories funny. I try to stay away from talking about Lloyd and Millie and their treasonous acts. I mean, Millie, that guy, his testimony to Congress, they should have thrown him in jail right then when he was, when he was under Trump and uh, just unbelievable. But I digress. We've given hundreds of billions of dollars to Ukraine, and it still isn't enough. And they break it down now to different segments. Like this latest they're pushing is, oh, it's just $2.5 billion. That's the largest chunk we've given. No, not really. Uh, it's the largest chunk in, uh, what do they call uh, What do they call their section? It's, uh, shoot in security assistance to ukraine so they break it up and they've already we've given 27.4 billion dollars under that heading so this latest chunk is 2.5 billion dollars with uh you know 90 strikers and 59 bradleys and just that continue that's just ongoing but it's separate they break it up now so it doesn't look like a hundred over a hundred billion dollars and it's definitely over a hundred billion so anyway as I'm speaking to you now, they just came out there in uh, Germany. Oh, great. And Millie's speaking now, too. There's nothing more I want than this General Mark Milley. Yeah, he's the chairman of the Joint Chiefs. That's what I thought. I couldn't remember his stupid title. Just unbelievable. And I, I, I have to tell you, otherwise I'll explode. Because I know that it's not the military's place. You know, they obviously are, are fighting men and women. But no one seems to talk about peace i don't hear anybody saying hey let's try to work a deal and end this thing i hear them continuing to push let's make ukraine part of nato which is the number one thing that putty said he didn't want right so if we make that which i don't i mean we shouldn't make them part of nato the only we're damn near having them be a part of nato as it is with all of the training and the military equipment and the cash that's going to them from NATO. They even talked about synchronizing their payments better from NATO and the U.S. to Ukraine. Ah! Okay, I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. Thank you for listening to Chewing the Fat. You can follow me on Twitter at JeffyJFR. Facebook and Instagram is Jeff Fisher Radio. Uh, I do like a lot of uh, a lot of tweets. If you get if you follow me and you see that I like those tweets, those when I like tweets, it doesn't necessarily mean that I am for that particular tweet. It just means I'm saving it so that I can go back and look at it. It might mean I like it. If I retweet something, uh, I may I may like it. I may not. But uh, it's just the way it is. And and I and I apologize for going off a little bit on the Ukraine thing. And I try to avoid that here on Chewing the Fat. So I'll apologize. I'll get back to Chewing the Fat stories now. Did you see the story? Everybody's making, uh, uh, they're having a fit over this wedding video where, you ever been a best man in a wedding or a bridesmaid? You know, I remember my mom telling me a story once she was a bridesmaid and uh, she was, she never like, she never liked the one lady afterwards. She knew her for like 50 years. They lived from the same town. Oh, that's her. She told me, uh, always a bridesmaid, never a bride. 
Uh, my mom was so pissed at her for 50 years. <laughs> they would barely, they would say hello to each other. They would acknowledge each other. That was it. That's old school, right? Today's world, you don't talk to them, you block them, you ban them, whatever. You can't talk to them, you hate them. Old school is like, hello, Millie. Hello. How you doing, Millie? Good to see you. And move on. She told me always a bride, always a bridesmaid, never a bride. Back in 1825. <laughs> oh, freaking hilarious. Anyway, I've been, uh, you know, I've been a best man in, uh, in uh, uh, what do they call the stupid wedding party? This is just a wedding party. Now, if you're not the best man, you're part of the, yeah, groomsman. Yeah, you're part of the groomsman. Yeah, that's what, whatever, like, you know, you're part of the wedding. Well, this particular video is a shot where you see the the uh, groom, his best man, and a couple of the groomsmen are standing there, and here comes the bridesmaid. Not the bride, the bridesmaid. Walking in, she's carrying the flowers, she's got the dress on, she's coming up, and, you know, she is well-endowed on top, uh, you know, I mean, look, who among us isn't going to look twice? That's, that's what she is wearing the dress for. <laughs> so they have the, the the groom mic'd up. As they're filming the wedding, they want it for posterity. They've got him mic'd up. And so the the best man is yapping next to him like, hey, they show a close-up of those. Because <laughs> uh, she comes in and you can hear him go, oh, yeah. Here comes the bridesmaid. Do a close up on those. <laughs> and the groom was like, dude, I'm freaking out of Micah. What are you doing? And everybody is all wound up with this guy. What? That's just proving positive. I'll read some of the reviews. But here's the here's the clip, the, the audio clip of the of the video. friends all right that's yeah yeah it's, it's just two friends uh yapping back and forth at each other like this and he's like i can't hear what are you talking about i can't hear you man the music's too loud and so now they're uh it it's really many of the comments on this uh you know plot twist the bridesmaid was the groom's bit on the side <laughs> and uh it's just and a lot of people are upset that this is actually a thing uh you know i love how men can call each other idiots and totally be fine women can't do that they are sworn enemies after that (laughs) i don't know about that but uh they talk about how he laughed at first and then he realized oh i'm mic'd up you gotta shut up you can't talk about that now i would just say he's being a guy a guy Watch of the bridesmaid come down. Oh yeah, I love the earl. The first you can barely make it out the music. Like, oh yeah, and then he leans over to his bow. They've been best. He's the best man in this guy's wedding, so they know each other quite well. I'm sure. Zoom in on those. 
and everyone knows uh, i don't know if you've seen the documentary wedding crashers uh but when you're in uh when you're, <laughs> you're part of a wedding uh there's some serious business uh that could take place so i'm just saying zoom in on those Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So who died today? Who died today? Well, I mean, we already know David Crosby uh, at the age of 81. Now, David, it was announced from the family, from his uh, wife and soulmate, that he passed away after a long illness. Okay. And it said that he was surrounded by his uh, wife and soulmate, Jan, and son Django, uh, and so they ask obviously for privacy. Now, David had a liver transplant paid by uh, Phil Collins back in the nineties. He, you know, had diabetes, hepatitis C, uh, heart surgery, heroin addiction, cocaine addiction. I mean, he lived a pretty good life. He lived a pretty, pretty good life. So David Crosby, dead at the age of 81. Also, uh, I'd like to say that if you or someone you love, I got to preface this story with with this. If you or someone you love uh, struggling with uh, suicidal thoughts, you know what? Uh, there's a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week free and confidential support line. Just call the Crisis Lifeline 988 and uh, get help, okay? Suicide is not the answer. That having been said, you see that the story is out now of what the suicide note was from uh, Winona, or Naomi Judd. Uh, Naomi Judd left her suicide note saying uh, that she didn't want why, meaning Winona, at the funeral. I know. <laughs> it's incredible. And they show a picture of the actual note. They released the pictures of the bedroom. They released a picture of the note. Uh, wow. She called her daughter uh, having, and the note says, do not let Y come to my funeral. She's mentally ill. Uh, you're getting ready to shoot yourself, uh, Naomi, and she's mentally ill? Okay, so I guess she was going through, and there's a picture of the bedroom and stuff. I mean, what are we releasing all this stuff for? This I, The family was fighting to keep this stuff from being released, and, you know, they obviously lost that battle, but it is a little horrifying when you see the, oh, look, that's where Naomi shot herself. I mean, am I looking? Yes. Do I, do I need to see it? No, not really. I mean, I get it. Anyway... Uh, they talked about how uh, she was going through this manic state. Ashley found her 
and she was going through this manic state and he called the doctor and the doctor came and the mom was screaming and she didn't say and she didn't want to live and she calmed down a little when the doctor came and then the doctor talked to her and calmed her down and then left and then they went back in and she had a bullet wound in her she she had shot herself dead now the one thing i find interesting is that ashley said that she wanted to be confronting or comforting her mom because she was still you know kind of alive i guess she you know the the way she shot herself she was still kind of alive when they found her and then the police came and she wanted to be with her mom now i don't know if she was still alive at that time or not you know that that i don't know that but she said uh that she was in such a state of shock um that she answered questions from the police she didn't want to I would never have answered on any other day and never thought to consider whether the public would later have access to it. Uh, because of many of us are socially conditioned to cooperate with law enforcement, we are utterly unguarded in that way. And they use that, and I say they, the police, use that to their advantage. And I know, I got it, I got it. Well, if you're not guilty, what have you got to hide? But... I mean, there's no doubt about that. And she said that I never thought to ask my own questions. Is your body camera on? Am I being audio recorded again? Where and how and will what I'm sharing be stored and be, a, be made available? I mean, those are all fantastic questions that should be asked, which is why they always make a big deal and make it look bad when people say, I can't, I'm not talking to you. I need my attorney. I'm not going to talk. I want my attorney. And they make it look bad. And you see it on television shows all the time. Do you have a warrant? No, but, you know, just let us in. You're you're a better person if you let us in. It takes us extra time to get a warrant. And they make the person asking for the warrant to be the bad person. And that's not the way it is. That's set up to protect you. I mean, it's just, I'm, I'm sad for the judge. Uh, you know, look, Ashley, uh, it's kind of, this is kind of a Alec Baldwin thing, too. You know? <laughs> Forgot about that. Um, it's kind of that way, too. Is that, you know, I, I like Ashley, I liked Ashley when she was younger, and she's, you know, there the whole family was three cuts to clown face, man. There's no doubt about that. But, uh, I mean, and Winona is whacked out of her mind. She's been whacked out of her mind forever. Although it's Judd's, it's the family tree. Whack out i mean the whole thing all three of them (laughs) uh you know but i didn't want her to kill herself (laughs) but i mean just look at why not and i like winona i played a little winona when i was doing country music a little winona judge uh in fact the one song i really like what is the name of that stupid winona judson uh left the red dress on lighted one i can't remember no don't play david crosby don't you dare Bring David Crosby back into this picture. I can't get him out of my head as it is anyway. I, I don't want to, for God's sake, don't want to start playing the Judds. Oh, my gosh. Because uh, they were, when I was in country music, I feel like that was, Winona was just getting huge at that time. Maybe the Judge were too. Maybe she was spinning off of that. I don't remember. I just remember the one song I, uh, take that red dress off because she's, I'm not wearing this thing for you. She saw the light in the window. Anyway, it's a good song. Anyway, it's good. Anyway, it's a good song. But they're all whacked out of their minds. So, uh, and Naomi had a, I mean, her story was 
amazing, right? I mean, she uh, was abused sexually by her uncle when she was a little girl. Uh, she was raped and beaten by her ex-boyfriend when she was in her young 20s. Uh, she was working at a nurse as a nurse in uh, Nashville, and then uh, some guy was in the hospital in the ICU. A music industry guy is in the ICU, <laughs> and Naomi brings him a tape. <laughs> hey, this is me and my daughter. Uh, my daughters, do you think maybe we could be be stars? <laughs> Okay. I'll listen to it. Give me my oxygen back. And they did, and they made her a star. <laughs> All you gotta do, you got some music guy in the ICU, cut off his oxygen. They're gonna make you a star. So the Caribbean country of St. Martin has a monkey problem. Apparently, they have way too many of these vervet, V-E-R-V-E-T. Vervet. That's what I said. Vervet monkeys. No, Jeff, it's... Vervet. Yeah. They have way too many of these monkeys on the island, okay? They're labeled a nuisance by locals. It's a Dutch island. All right, so now, what do you do with monkeys when you got too many of them? Well, you kill them. I mean, why don't they just auction off to come and kill them? All right, you just say, hey, uh, highest bidders can come and kill the monkeys. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm going down to St. Martin. What are you doing? I'm going to be uh, going after some monkeys. And down they go. You bring some extra ammo, man, because there's a lot of them. So they're just saying, hey, we'll let the people kill them. Ah, we'll just let the people kill them. No problem. What? Yeah, farmers have been complaining that uh, these invasive species raiding their crops, destroying their livelihood, and they've had enough of it. Okay? So to preserve and enhance St. Martin's nature for generations to come, we're going to go ahead and execute uh, the monkeys. Uh, Sure. Uh, I don't know where we're going to capture them and then kill them. Yeah, we could try. We could try. But really, we just want them dead. (laughs) So they've got like hundreds of these things all over the island. And and when they say, I think they said they had, I don't know, four or five hundred of these monkeys. Are you first of all, you're going to kill them all. And I guess you could try to feed them so that they become sterile, so they, you know, stop having babies, and then they just, you know, fade away. But they tried that. Remember uh, uh, El Chapo? They tried that with his zoo and the uh, hippopotamuses, and then those hippos got away. So you just had these giant, <laughs> had these giant hippos wandering around. <laughs> they couldn't they couldn't uh, have babies so they were just you know hurting people and living in the marsh so they ended up having to they ended up you know humanely of course euthanizing them Ugh. so you know what's a humane way to kill them i i mean i've in all seriousness it's been a long time since i've actually killed an animal you know, actually killed an animal i know don't look at me like that i have I've shot birds and squirrels and deer. 
pheasants, uh, woodchucks, uh, there raccoons in there, maybe. I'm not opposed to humans first. That's the motto of this show, okay? Humans first. I don't think that we should just, you know, I'm okay. It doesn't bother me that we have trophy hunting, but I don't, I don't really care about the trophy hunting. I love, you know, I love seeing the trophies and everything. It's fine, whatever. But I, so that's not me. But, you know, whatever. Humans first. We, hello, we run the planet, okay? So if you're on an island and you have these little, Vervet. Monkeys running around, hundreds of them all over the place. And you're concerned, and they're ruining crops. They're ruining crops that feed humans. Psst. Come here. Have a nice day. All right. So I think, I think we should find a way. I think Synth Martin should uh, reach out to me, chewingthefatattheblaze.com. Uh, you can DM me on Twitter as well at JeffyJFR or uh, Facebook and Instagram, Jeff Fisher Radio. And uh, we can work out some kind of arrangement where we get people in and you can make a little money on killing the monkeys. Bring some hunters down. We should be able to film it. So we're, you know, <laughs> today on the History Channel, the hunting of Fervent. monkeys. <laughs> I want that to happen now. I want that to happen right now freaking now all right so and as i mentioned you can always email uh the show chewing the fat at the blaze.com i got this message uh, apparently someone's trying to been get, get a hold of me and i guess they don't know how to do it so uh i mean i just ran down the whole way you can get a hold of me and i didn't even mention you know ordering a camo a cameo at jeffy jfr i didn't even mention my youtube channel chewing the fat at the blaze.com or no Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher is the YouTube channel. Chewingthefatattheblaze.com is the email address. Uh, at JeffyJFR is Twitter. And Facebook and Instagram is Jeff Fisher Radio. How many times do I have to tell you? So anyway, this person can't get a hold of me, so they emailed Keith Malinak. Keith printed it out for me. Thank you. Appreciate it. You're damn right he did. All right. As a matter of fact, I think from now on, if you want to get a hold of me, email Keith Malinak. <laughs> and say hey keith i can't get a hold of jeffy can you give him this message for me that needs to happen all right no no it's just a joke it's just a joke so anyway uh or you could just say hey keith like like this person did hey keith this is a message for jeffy but i can't send him one just, oh please just send keith those messages i want keith inundated with those okay uh, I was pushed into taking the vaccine by family. I relented. Metal objects stuck to my injection site, and my heart started beating irregularly all day long. This has got to come from our conversation on Pat Gray's show when I was making when they were we were talking about the vaccine, and and I, yes, I had it, and I didn't, I shouldn't have taken it, but I was, and I felt compelled because I was kind of forced into it. I was just, I shouldn't have done it, but I did it. I did it. So. Uh, but when we talked about uh, how uh, they were metal, you know, magnets were sticking to people's arms, and I, I find that very hard to believe. Uh, I just, I, it sure was. We saw, we saw videos of it. Okay, all right. How if you're if you're if magnets are sticking to your arm, how are you walking by your refrigerator? That's all I want to know. 
Why are they coming to work dragging the refrigerator? And I think, okay. All right, anyway, this guy says, I'm just just saying, metal objects stuck to his injection site. Okay. Uh, And he said that his heart uh, started beating irregularly all day long. I buy that. I'll give you that. He said, I saw a video I could no longer find. Uh Uh-huh. And the interview was a woman uh, with a PhD in biochem. I love them. Couldn't have been a, (laughs) couldn't have been a, just a, you know, a business video. I'm sure it was just an interview. Anyway, she was asked if there was anything you could do if you got the vaccine and had buyer's remorse. She recommended a supplement pictured, which is a bottle of DMG uh, by Nova Nutrition. Uh, it's the uh, dimethyl glycine, but it's with the N, comma, N dimethyl glycine. Not that cheap, just dimethyl glycine stuff. You got to have the N's in front, okay? I'm just, it's science. And it's 125 milligrams. It supports healthy immune uh, function and brain function. It doesn't say, I don't think he says what he had, how many of those he had to take. She said it adds a methyl group to the mRNA and turns it off. He does, I don't believe that anything will turn this poison, turn off this poison, but I feel better and taking it. Okay. Uh, I took two bottles and she's fine now. After five days, he was able to walk by a refrigerator without it sticking to him. So, I mean, he says that metal stopped sticking to him, but he was able to actually walk into the kitchen without pulling the refrigerator away from the wall as he walked by. It's been a while since Jeffy had his injection, but the supplement won't hurt. At this, oh, see, he's trying to help me. I'm making, I'm trying, I'm just talking about the email. He's, and at the end, he's trying to help me. All right. Sorry for this as long. If you could pass this on to Jeffy, we'd like him to stick around for a while. See, that's so, that's very kind. That's very kind. And I'm certainly glad that refrigerators did not, I mean, I'm close enough to refrigerators most every day of my life as it is. I don't want them just actually sticking to me. Once in a while, I'd like to be able to look at it. <laughs> All right, thank you. I got it. I'm glad you're okay. I'm glad you're okay. All right, I am. And then I got an email that I don't know if this is true or not. Um, uh, questioning whether it's true or not. Um, uh, it said I was listening to your show about animals the other day, and it reminded me about the llamas. L L A M A S. It says there are three kinds. Now, I never heard this. All right. I've never heard that there were three kinds of llamas. One, he says, A, one llama is a Tibetan priest. A two llama, L-L-A-M-A, is a South American beast of burden. A three, I la 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 llama, is a hell of a big fire. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right did you i can't stop thinking all right, it's david crosby day it's david crosby day i saw where he tweeted and uh how, how funny are you now you're laughing on the other side of your face dave uh there was a tweet making the rounds people with tattoos will not go to heaven people who drink alcohol will not go to heaven People who eat too much pork will also not go to heaven. Short people will not go to heaven. And then someone, this was, that was a quote tweet on top of the deepest circle of hell is reserved for tattoo bacon loving alcoholic midgets. 
<laughs> so it's already kind of a joke. But he quote tweeted it all. And then someone had uh, quote tweeted all of that saying not looking good. Uh, that was from uh, at Stifler's mom says, which I you know, I could turn into a big fan of at Stifler mom says. But then David Crosby at the David Crosby uh, quote tweeted that saying, I heard the place is overrated dot 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 cloudy. That was a day before he died. What are you thinking now, Dave? What are you thinking now, Dave? I know. I know. So, I mean, let's just... Let's just think of Dave again. I can't stop thinking about Dave. I just want to sit back with my ceramic bong. It's getting to the point I know, man. I am so I know. Sometimes it hurts. It sure does. So badly I must cry out loud. I know, bro. I am <sighs> Me too. I am yours. You are mine. You are what you are. You want a hit? You make it hard. I can't believe he's dead. Don't let the past remind us of what we are not now. Dude, we'll miss you, man. I am not dreaming. I am yours. You are mine. You are what you are. I bet you make it hard. I knew it. All right. (laughs) Have a good weekend. Big time NFL weekend, baby. Now all I want to think about is football. I'm done with David. I'm really stoned now. and I'm done with David. I want to move on and just go have a brownie. Maybe I'll go stick to a refrigerator. and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.